imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Antenna Betts. Broadcasting from the top floor of the Radio Note World headquarters in Oakland, California. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rotten about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. I'm, I'm from the South. I'm a Southern Belle. Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. Strong invectives are one of them. Conan, you have a lot going on right now. It means something. Well, we all deserve to be recognized. See anything wrong with, you know, being into the stuff you're into? 150 people with a massive crowd, you know? We'll sing you a song. You may be led astray. Meatloaf has a Christmas album. What an excellent professional segue that was. Well, I'm very curious about Math Rock. You know, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice. We will impress you later. Yeah, it's a very good question. And I liked it because of the beginning, the middle, and the end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. We have answers. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. That's like a science thing, right? Absolutely. That's right. You're in the right place at the right time. You're listening to the one, the only, the... Protonic reversal. And we welcome you to it. Hello, Brenna. Hello, Conan. How are you doing this lovely afternoon towards evening sort of situation? I am doing okay. Just okay? Just okay. Okay. I'm barely awake. I'm actually very awake. I've been awake since five. But well, it's like we're back on in the mornings. I know. <laughs> well, it's, d- it's a different style of, yeah, that thing. Well, everyone's going to be waking up pretty darn quick because, well, at this point, if you're not awake, <laughs> you live in our time zone. That's a problem. Uh, I know. We do it have is a problem. That is a problem. Uh, we do have a guest today. I'm very excited. Returning guest, three-time guest, three-time guest champion, Andrew Falco 
Falcus. Looking forward to talking to that guy. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good time. He's always a, he's always a great one, and uh, I think it's going to be a awesome show. I, I, I'm go ahead. I'm making the call. <laughs> I'm making the call right now that oh, it's going to be a great show. The call, not the call. To I'm him. not making the call just yet. Okay. No, we'll be talking to him shortly. Uh, we're going to be listening to some tunes as well. There's a brand new Christian fitness record. Brand new. Brand new. Uh, and, and new as if the time of my, of my speaking right now, uh, that means new as of yesterday. And of course, devotees of the show, if you are still subscribed to the correct feed, which is a not necessarily something that is true, but devotees of the show may have noticed that we played a couple of these songs in previous episodes. Because <gasps> you have the special connects. Because I got the hookup. Oh, holla if you hear me. Um, yeah. Everyone's got connections. And so we that's the kind of thing we like to do at Proton Conversal. We like to give boast. exclusive. We like to boast endlessly, <laughs> yes. That's that's one of the things we like to do on Proton Conversal is is boast about how awesome we are basically all the time. Always. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. people that think that. That's, that's I hope that, so. That's fine. You Where so? are these people? Because I would like to hang out with them. <laughs> I need the extra, you know, the, the validation. Well, what mm-hmm. if, if they just thought you were boastful? That wouldn't necessarily mean that they were into what you were doing, though. That's the thing, though. That's true. That's a good point you have there. Valid yeah. point. Yeah. Well. Yeah, what are you, what are you gonna, what are you gonna brains. do? Brains, what are you Tonin's gonna do? Tonin's got brains. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna play a so we're gonna play some songs coming up here. Uh, we're gonna play some stuff. The Christian Fitness Record. Then in about uh, like fifteen twenty minutes, we're gonna be talking to Mister Andrew Falco Falcus of Future Left McCluskey Christian Fitness and more. Really looking forward to it. It's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be cool, cool. Let's listen to a Lardo song. This is Clownfish. 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 <laughs> By Lardo. Clownfish? Clownfish. Goes like something like this. Just want to help. I can 
Kluski, blast in the past there. With That Man Will Not Hang, that is an old song, an old but endearing song. And that is uh, by the old band of Mr. Andrew Falco Falcas, our guest today. Uh, before that, we had Christian Fitness off of the new one. That was All Ghosts to Medicine Counter 4. That's what the name of that one was. And that is the record that is entitled, uh, what's it called? It's called Love Letters in the Age of Steam. Steam. And it's kind of cool. They all they have kind of like a children's book kind of look to it. The artwork for these records. It's pretty good. And before that, uh, well, that's a good question. What did we have before that? Oh, Lardo. <laughs> we had Lardo with uh, Clownfish before that. Clownfish. It was a block of songs. Um, yeah, so there you go. And we are live on RadioNope.com. You are listening, of course, to the one, 
the only Protonic reversal. And we thank you for that. I'm going no mic stand. I noticed that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's, a, it's a daring move. But it's, it's, it's a move nonetheless. That I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, uh, yeah. Saw the B. Hamilton record release on uh, last Saturday, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, how was that? It was good. It was awesome. The Raj, their drummer, plays in uh, Once in Future Band as well. Once and, in Future Band? Yeah, who are a crazy prog outfit. But they're... I'm suspicious of this. In a good way. Like the good side of prog. Okay. And then there is such a thing. Let's not be... Let's not be jerks about it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, they were fantastic. I mean, they're they're particularly fantastic. It, it, a venue that I had not been familiar with. The Starlight. Starlight. Yeah, I've Starlight Social place. Club. It was cool. I enjoyed it. It was good. Cool. The opening act. I, I the opening acts were a trip. So the the support act was an anticon kind of a lady and a and a guy sort of rapping, and they had electronics going, and like it was a whole whole thing, dance party kind of situation. And the opening act was a cross-dressing. Oh yeah, gay Hanky. That's my friend. Yeah, That's yeah, my yeah. Friend Hank. Trip. His name is Guy Henry. Guy Henry. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and it was, like there's li- <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain. There are to all these that. like speeches. Uh oh, blowing the lid off it. There are <laughs> all these like speeches and and kind of uh, uh, soliloquies, if you will. He's actually and, and been in uh, some really cool bands. That that makes sense. It's all it's insane to try to describe what it was, but it was really good. Like it was like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. I just I, I would not if I tried to describe this to somebody, I would not be able to describe this accurately, like in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I it was just an interesting situation <laughs> with opening band. I just remembered a funny thing. Last year in May, I went to an art show that he was at, but I didn't know that he was cross dressing. Mm. Like okay. this is a new. Uh, it's a personality recent thing okay. that I mean, like perso- persona that he's been doing. I've known him for several years, and I was looking for him, and I was like, "Hmm, I guess all my friends left," and I left. <laughs> and then I saw photos on Instagram Not all later, of them. and I was like, "Oh, he was dressed in drag. I didn't see him because." I didn't recognize oh, him. Oh, rainbow. I just, I didn't know that was a thing at the time. So yeah, I, I guess was not, like, huh? <laughs> I just left. I wish I had stayed. I actually really wanted to come out, but traveling over to Oakland for me is at night somewhat of a pain if I don't have a place to stay. Sure. And it was one of those things where it, it was certainly sold as, you know, it's, hell, oh, it's an early show. <laughs> and it, you know, they'll be on at like 11 and they went on like at like, 12:15 or something along those lines. It was yeah, like, all that right, doesn't come work on. Yeah, and that's. I mean, it happens. I mean, it, it definitely happens. I've I've been on the other side of that as well. It's no fun. It's. it's just, yeah. That's the way it shakes down sometimes. <laughs> the other side of that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, they should really extend their hours. Um, did you address the whole cover song situation? I did, and of course, what Brenda Betts refers to as devotees of the show will note is that. Protonic Reversal has commissioned a cover song for <laughs> B. Hamilton to play, which is none other than Don't Worry, It's Not Cool. It's not cool in any way. Uh, and this is the Oakland band I B. Hamilton. I think it's cool. <laughs> I kind of think it's cool. 
it's it's the Oakland band B Hamilton, of course, that we're speaking of. But uh, the, the the song in question is none other than uh, Genesis with "I Can't Dance." That one. Uh, B Hamilton is going to be forced by nature of their crowdfunding to cover that, and we are going to cover that live. Uh, they're going to cover it. We're going to cover them releasing it when it's done. They they're recording the covers in uh, like a month and a half or something along those lines. So. We're going to hear some cross between and uh, the, the the more natural dulcet tones, if you will, of uh, B. Hamilton themselves, of course, who have a little bit of a different sound. A little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. I'm excited to hear the, how this develops. I'm so glad that you were able to. I don't think it's going to actually sound like a mashup. That would be kind of cool, though. I don't think it's going to sound like that. <laughs> Probably not. Pony didn't sound like that. It's kind of hard to make genuine into a uh, punk rock. It is. Incarnation, though. Uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we hear, uh, let's hear a B. Hamilton song, let's hear a couple other tunes, and why don't we uh, get Falco on the phone, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll talk to him, to Falco about like the commercial fitness idea. record. Yeah, sounds awesome, right? All right, this is uh, Speak of the Devil. This is B. Hamilton with Tight Life.
right, that's Sex Bomb. That's the, of course, that's the, nothing else but the single version. The single version of Sex Bomb by Flipper. It's like me, the single version of okay. Sex Bomb. <laughs> 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 oh, and, and on the phone, of course, we have none other than uh, the, the one, the only, Mr. F- Mr. Falco, Andrew Falco. Falcus. Hello, How's sir. How's it going? All right. Welcome. People hey. It's uh, it's great to have you. It's lovely. It's lovely to be there, virtually. The crowd's going wild. Man, they they really they really got going. I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm honored with a U and without a U. <laughs> I was gonna say there is a distinct thing with the the what we'll go and say the United Kingdom charitably that uh, yeah you guys like that U. On, on we do. I, I tell you, did I have this conversation with you last time? I feel like we might have had this about, exact same conversation. About, oh, about the word gubernatorial. <laughs> I believe so, yeah. Because, oh man, you guys take that word for granted so much. Just there in the middle of your political discourse on telly and it's such a mad word. It, it truly is. It yeah. really is. I didn't... Yeah. Goober, it's not even le- It's not even from left field. It's just... I don't know. The person who, yeah, the person who put that word on the ledger was really having a laugh. You know, <laughs> Goober notorial. I indeed. have a laugh at it. Every <laughs> well, of time course, the senator. You know, the Senate race, and then for the governor, there's a gubernatorial race. Of course, there is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I gotta say, having been someone who lived through the recall election in California, there certainly were some goobers involved. <laughs> That's a statement of fact. For oh, sure. I, I I grew up in Florida during those election botches. I know all about goobers and yeah. hanging oh, chads. Geez. It's rough. That's rough. Uh, having <laughs> no, nothing to do with hanging chads or goobers. <laughs> okay, let's 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 move on from the goober. We uh, there is a new Christian fitness record in in the world, isn't there, Falco? There is. It's dead. It's a dead nice to release something. It's very nice. That almost sounds like resignation. Uh, there is. No, no, exactly the opposite. There's, there's a, there's honestly, there's a childlike glee. If you could, if you could see it, you know, doing, doing music is lovely, and releasing it and people uh, caring about it is very nice. You know. Well, it's and a it's, simple equation. And this is the the, the second record, uh, which some would say is the historically troubled second record, but it doesn't sound very troubled to me. <laughs> yeah, histor- historically troubled. Yeah, no, it was, it was fine. Yeah, no, no problems whatsoever. Just lots of fun. Um, I, I, I had enough written for for two, but it was expensive and you know time consuming uh, to record the drums and everything. So I thought I'll just do one, and then I'll do one next year. Just fun, isn't it? Making music's fun sometimes. Uh, People talk about music and it's like they're talking about making a shirt or something, you know. <laughs> it's just all those people in bands are pretty much just doing it, you know, because, well, at least start doing it because it's loads of fun. Yeah, and, and ideally one does not lose sight of that and mm. go down into the the rabbit hole of, of getting other things involved that have little to do with the creation of awesome things. But There's a, there's a character on... Um, uh, a, a British comedy show, The League of Gentlemen. Have you seen that? Ah, you, love it. That? Yeah, yeah. Can I? What language can I use on your radio? Thing? You, you can okay. use whatever language you would like, sir. Right. Okay. You know, it's the character who um, who has all the tapes of his old band Creme Brulee in his 
uh, in his like uh, unit, and you know the catchphrase is "It's a shit business." Whenever he talks about, you know, the, that that kind of that kind of bitterness, you know, right? Yeah, that's a that's a great character. And- uh, I, just about everybody I know is scared of, of being that person, you know, um, of that movement between understanding the joke and then becoming the joke after you've done it for too long. Sure. And I think also it, it's, there's a lot of people that sort of treat uh, the cynicism and detachment is kind of a uh, coping mechanism as well, uh, because it's easier sure. to do that than yeah. to invest anything in, into something. That's yeah. I mean, it, 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 it depends, doesn't it? Sometimes that can make, you know, as much of a, a statement as any, as any statement. You know, um, but if it's the if it's the default and you always go to it, then yeah, it, it becomes you become like the nihilists and the uh, Big Lebowski, don't you? <laughs> exactly. You need a little bit more than that. You're a third rate craft work knockoff that's hanging out in a, near a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Autobahn, I believe, was the name. Thank you. <laughs> is, is that the name of their group? Yeah. Really? Oh, you, do you want me to fact check it? Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 I believe you. The, I those are the ones that, that. Uh, yeah, they were, they were very proud of. Uh, they believe in nothing. And they're yeah. called Autobahn. That's, mm-hmm. that's Militantly, funny. yeah, absolutely. That's funny. I like it. Yeah, yeah, Samuel Beckett play or something. <laughs> that movie should really be quoted more often. I, I feel like it's quoted plenty, personally. I, I don't yeah, I think know. I think the Big Lebowski is definitely out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I know too. I know too many people who, you know, there's there's that, and there's a, there was again a British television uh, comedy series called Catterick about uh, three years ago. Um, well, even longer ago than that, probably, and everybody I know quotes it so much. It, it almost does, loses does drive the one hum, hum, a little homicidal at times, as funny as it was. Sure, you know? sure. Mm. We still want the money, Lepovsky. We fuck you up. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck the three of you. No. Without a hostage, there is no ransom. That's what ransom is. Those are the fucking rules. <laughs> and I love that they have like the music playing the entire time as well. Yeah. Like they they walk around with the jukebox of their own Who's music the when they threaten people. Anyway, it's great to listen to movies on the radio show <laughs> with the musical Star Wars. <laughs> you, know, you know why the Coen Brothers are amazing to me because in in terms of like people I know, they they split opinion so much. It's amazing. You know, you may as well have people arguing about radical Islam because it would at least it would be less get less heated. Is that just I don't know? Is that just my experience of people in Coen Brothers films? So you find that it's they're divisive. Then there's there's people oh, that are not yeah, not, and, hmm, but it's one of those cases where you definitely understand both sides. You know, because as much as I really enjoy Coen Brothers films, has been at least. 20 times, 25 times when I've been watching one where I've wanted to stand up and just shout, get a, get a fucking move on. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, get a fucking move on. I mean, me and Julia, I mean, I know it's not a Coen Brothers film, but we found to a degree the same thing with that film, There Will Be Blood, which, sure. we, mm-hmm. uh, which we call There Will Be Blood eventually, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. As, as, as good as it was. <laughs> That's you know, true. <laughs> as good as it was, there's a lot of, you know, it's, I don't know, it's like it's like the gunfighters facing each other at the OK Corral. And imagine that's, you know, two-thirds of the film, just the 
you go, no, no, after you, you know. <laughs> They're just the, looking at each other. The laborious yeah. glacier-like pace yeah. of the movie. I mean, it's a question of making that, you know, stretching that to its, like, you know, utmost extent, I suppose, but sometimes gets a little, uh, yeah. That's... Sorry, I've gone, a, this is this is drinking wine for you. I've gone totally off topic, as ever. <laughs> oh, that, wait, no, that, there will be blood is where... Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Whoa. Oops, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> that was a little okay, louder ne- than I intended. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, it's, is that the one where he, it, there's the kid that is trying to convert him to his funky religion beliefs and then towards the end he adopts the the kid the, the kid and he's just a very ruthless it's oil times like right right, a, right and then at the end the preacher kid comes to like ask him for money or something yeah and, and weirdly and we're just gonna tie it together here there's bullying involved in that scene as well <laughs> um that's true <laughs> that's a, true apparently it all comes back to bowling apparently who knew i drink your Milkshake and milkshakes as well. Ew. I drink it up. That's gross. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's really grossing me out. It's pretty gross. Out I of really don't like milk that much, and that's just really grossing me out. <laughs> wow! Fan- fantastic. So we've already gotten to the good stuff. Moving on. That scene yeah. is crazy, though. When that kid comes to ask yeah, moving him on, but let's not move on at all and talk about the things we talked about. I just had to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's it's a it's a crazy ending. I I I do agree. There there is a there is a long long wait for anything to happen in that movie for sure. But yeah. you know, I do I do enjoy the film. Oh no, every every moment of it is absolute quality. You know, that's not the uh, you know that's that's not the the complaint. But it, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's good. I mean, you know, I I gave it a I think I gave it a seven, but I'm a very harsh film critic for a person well, I, who doesn't. I was gonna say a seven. Jeez, that's yeah, that'd be like a man Shazam or something on the, <laughs> the on the uh, regular IMDb user list. Yeah, I know. I yeah, there you go. It's my mark scheme, and I'm sticking to it. So, what would you feel is the worst movie that you've seen? That's you know, not a proper movie, not. You know, something that was doomed to failure or a purposeful right. turd, so such a, as Sharknado. Not a, not a giant spiders and bikinis kind of. <laughs> Correct, yes. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, where's that movie? <laughs> I, um, in, I don't know, in a vault somewhere. Um, the worst, like, proper film, which is a film. Correct. Oh, I, I, I know what the worst film is. The worst film is that film, Kids. That's the worst film. Oh, I never watched that because I... It's horrible. <sighs> it's, it's, it's a horrible, nasty... Needlessly brutal. Exploitative, <laughs> morally bankrupt load of shit, which tries at the end to kind of imply that its bad characters are getting their comeuppance in the most unlikely way. It's horrible. I hated it. Made me made me really angry when I saw it. And it also, it, and it's a Harmony Korine movie, and it also has the the thing that that movie could only have existed in that time, uh, mm. be, because one of the, the key moments, of course, there's a you know the the one character's got to tell mm. the other character, hey, I've got AIDS, and like there's a yeah. whole thing with that, and th- that would be like you could accomplish that with like a text message or a phone call from a cell phone, like you don't need a whole movie about that miserable yeah. experience. There- no, I. Yeah, I I understand that, but I think I saw it at the time it came out, like, you know, within a year or so of it coming out, and it just, I don't know, it just, I don't know, I think it, 
think it just relentlessly like sold that idea of humans being that dead-eyed and i don't think the Nasty. people making it, i don't think the people making it believe it for a second and i don't know i've just got a bit of a i've got a bit of a thing as well with that kind of cool casual enjoyed violence it's something i really struggle to watch sure you know how do you feel about uh, the work of Todd Solondz then, like Happiness and whatnot? Oh, Happiness is a fantastic film. I yeah. love that movie. That movie's great. Yeah, I think Happiness is a, yeah, that's a, that's a classic. Yeah, because I think that one's mean and nasty and pretty brutal as well. But it there's it's yeah, different. No, it, it's a better film. <laughs> it kind of fall, it kind of falls away that one, and it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I watched was Into the Dollhouse. Was that his first one? That Welcome was, to the Dollhouse. Yes. Welcome to the Dollhouse. Yeah, I, I can't recall it, but I recall watching it. It's <gasps> fine. <laughs> I don't think it's as good, good as Happiness. No, it's not as interesting. Yeah. John. John Chappell in McCluskey, he used to, uh, sorry, this sounds like a really shit version of like a Lemmy anecdote or something. So just, you know, just interject if it gets too much. John oh, Chappell will. used to keep an alphabetical list of all the films that he owned and all the films that he'd seen, which he wrote out in pencil in a big file. And whenever he say he saw a new film in the A's, he'd have to rub out like a raise all the films underneath it. Oh my goodness! So he could write in the new A. <laughs> wow! No, this is and he had he had that in alphabetical order for films, but then he had it also arranged by directors. Whoa. I mean, he was in his early twenties at the time, but it sounds like something a uh, eccentric Victorian ghost would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it doesn't sound like the la- as a labor intensive as it is. It doesn't sound like it would yield that much of the no, it results. Was, at one stage, I mean, even with my you know rudimentary like computer knowledge i'm like we we can make a we can make an excel file you know what do you have some papyrus what was he writing this on i mean <laughs> but uh, he, yeah, he, <laughs> a quill pen but, but quill it, pen. it out so imagine you get to i don't know what's the most popular a, a i suppose i suppose it was yeah. a or e for the you'd have to rub and the the was right at the top of the list you'd have to rub everything out and move it on one yeah, like what I, happens when you see Caddyshack two or Batman and Robin or something? Some well, terrible movie. That- I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe a compromise was was found for that. I'm guessing um, he's not still doing this. Yeah. No. I oh I don't know. I haven't I haven't spoken to I, him. I was going to say that would be interesting if that was the one thing you did talk about. Hey, remember when you made that list? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, great days, great in inverted commas days in inverted commas. I, and. Uh, and both of the inverted commas and inverted commas. I actually purposefully have not seen kids because of how awful I've heard. And basically all everyone I've ever talked to has told me enough about the movie that I was like, I never need to watch it. But my ex-boyfriend, when I first got together with him, randomly, he was like, you know that movie Kids? And I was like, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I know it. And he's like, I'm in that movie. And I was oh. like, excuse me? Ah, wow. Excuse me, what? And there's a montage at the end of the movie where they're showing all these derelict different scenes of pe- like people through the city, I think, in New York. And there's like a woman with a shopping cart and a kid sleeping on the sidewalk, like sitting up, but kneeling over with his head, like nodding. And he's like, 
all black punk rock. That's my ex-boyfriend oh, <laughs> nodding okay. off. And they didn't get his permission. And he didn't know he was in the movie until... They, they just went for it? Years later, some girl showed him the movie. And he was like, oh, my God, that's me. Harmony, Corinne, <laughs> what hast thou wrought? <laughs> wow. It's kind of, that's- yeah. Excuse me, what? I suppose better to be in kids than in gummo and not know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly. Or, bat, or Battle Royale 2. <laughs> <laughs> the deuce. Oh, is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, don't. don't. Oh, well, yeah, go ahead. Watch, watch that. Watch it. <laughs> oh, no. Watch it and report you'll back. Have, you'll, have a, you'll have a gay old time. I, I, I just can't watch things that I know are going to be terrible. And I love the original Battle Royale. I think no, it's I, utterly I fantastic. I can't. I can't watch things that are terrible. No, not de- not de- not deliberately. I mean, if it's a guilty pleasure, you like it, you know. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, and that's the thing I have a problem with this whole Sharknado phenomenon, which is like, we're, I, we're... I, do, honestly, you just said a word. I don't know what it is, and I don't <laughs> want to know. Honestly, the way you said it, uh... I've got enough. I've got enough confusing me at the minute in this world without having to have was shark something. I don't need whatever that is explained to me. Otherwise, I don't know. <laughs> Willful ignorance can be a wonderful thing. No, yeah, it absolutely. Can. It's important to ignore a huge percentage of things which happen in the world. <laughs> this is something I'm learning. It's a slow process. No, it is. You, the second like somebody will start telling me about something, whether it's a particular abuse of an animal or uh, and you just go, you just go, nope, I'm not reading that news story. I don't. <laughs> I don't need that permeating my cells, you know. Yeah, you can't unsee it. Or somebody's like, "There's this great band," and they'll start describing them, and from even from the physical description, you can tell that your life will be poorer ever here. <laughs> so you and so anytime somebody even says the name, you condition yourself to have trumpets just playing. <laughs> So you never get. To I need to it. work on that. That would be. Yeah, a, yeah that's. Uh, this I'd, is the way I. Co- this is the way I cope with life. It makes. Is it that, do you have a secret? Like, how do you? <laughs> I, I, so, if someone were to say, "Hey, you hear that? Did you hear that new stained?" <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, you gotta be. You gotta be quick. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta be quick, and it's. It's even before the word comes out. It's an instinctive thing. It's like a, <laughs> okay. it's like a lizard in his tongue. You just you know when it's about to happen, and you never, you ne- you never. Some people talk about that they're sick of um, some pop artist or whatever. And I used, I suppose it was when I worked in an HMV store one Christmas for a job. I just can just blank out bad things if, if I choose. It's great. I've been asked to like write a couple of columns for things, but honestly, it's really difficult to get annoyed about that many things. Right, unless you're, you're, spe- unless, you're unless you're specifically going around being annoyed by things, you know, <laughs> because there are annoying things. So like one yeah. thing a week really annoys me on average. Sure. But to be a columnist, you've got to be bloody outraged by six things a week. Say. You must just be walking around constantly going. Um... Yeah. You can't believe you can't warm up paninis anymore. It's just <laughs> <stink>. <laughs> something or, like you that. Know, pa- pavements are sexist, or something, you know, or just <laughs> anything. Because things, re- some things, really are annoying, and it's. I think it's best to 
keep your annoyance for those specifically annoying things. <laughs> keep your hate game strong. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. You know, that. only 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 bring it out when it's required. You know, if you if you put mayonnaise on everything, all you can taste is mayonnaise. Yeah. But you know, if you leave it for that special, I don't know what the hell you'd put mayonnaise on, egg and ham sandwich then it, it can really you know help bring out that flavor see it's funny because you said a word just now but all i heard was <laughs> n- not, not a fan of the mayonnaise i gotta say oh really okay um hey i i use it selectively it's not my it's not even in my top five condiments but when it hits my god it hits fantastic mm. So with this Christian fitness record, am I right in looking at the, and we're talking, of course, about the new one, Love Letters in the Age of Steam. And the first one, I'm afraid of everything, or I'm scared of everything that isn't me. That's right, yeah. Is, uh, th- there seems to be a theme to these covers that almost look like a, a set of like children's books or something along those lines. Is that a deliberate thing or is that just something like where the artist is doing his thing and you're like, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, it was it was an idea, but as you probably know yourself, when you're putting records together, you have loads of ideas about artwork, and most of them just don't work. But I thought, yeah, try and make it look like some books, and that was about my the the amount of direction I gave, and just something about you know things which are modern and ancient at the same time. And uh, then he, Michael sent through that, so that's that's him. That's him using his talent and doing his job and very little, very, very, I mean, everything, everything goes through me, obviously, but that is just, you know, sometimes you just see like a little cover and it, it, it seems to represent, uh, on, on like the page, what you put, put onto a, put not put onto a record or a file. And it yeah, made me, made me very happy to look at it. Yeah. A little series of children's books, like, you know, like the Chronicles of Narnia or something, except without with less, uh, with less, with <laughs> less really overt Christian preaching. <laughs> I was going to say with less overt Christian imagery is exactly what I was going to say. You took the words yeah. out of my mouth. Yeah, it's pretty. You don't really realize when you're a kid because you're being silently indoctrinated. But uh, I, I do remember it was is when I read I read them all, and it was when I was reading the last battle that I was like something. Something's weird about this. <laughs> like, it, it, and I, I kind of realized I hadn't, and I would have suspicion before, but I was like, "There's this, something's with these books. Like, this isn't like reading Lord of the Rings." <laughs> no, no, yeah, it, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was like reading the, yeah, the Lord of the Jump Through Rings, isn't it? It's like so, <laughs> it's it's so classically modeled on uh, on on you know parts of the Bible. It's a bit, yeah. It's, ridiculous an older so it's a bit confusing so aslan's jesus who what what's happening you know so i think that's part of the part of the excitement as well i mean and this is he was obviously nuts this this is something that uh, you can only really get i enjoy certain phrases that are really only work in the vernacular of the area that they're at Mm. uh but the how i how it was brought to me as the the great epiphany was an, an older friend of mine said, "Dude, the lion dude is the Jesus dude." <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing: if it can get through to people with a reading age of five, then, <laughs> right, then it can get through to 
fully functioning teenage children, you know? Um, yeah. Or male children. Yes. Male, female, <laughs> all kinds of children. Having, having little to do with uh, Aslan and uh, whether or not he represents Jesus or not, uh, the inclusion as a very literary dude, uh, you, you have a way with words, if you don't mind me saying so, and even if you do, I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> You're very kind, thank you. Uh, is the the non inclusion of lyrics to the to the songs a purposeful uh, thing? No, that that that's will be in the inlay of the the album. That's just just got the cover out there, um, and then once you get enough money to fulfill the order for the CDs and get the CDs printed up, and obviously the CDs all have the the lyrics in them because people people like the lyrics, so you know. I, I personally don't always like lyrics on on albums, but I suppose I suppose I know what I'm singing. So, well, sometimes Although my bandmates would disagree with me. <laughs> sometimes, you know? sometimes you can find the lyrics for a, a band and find that they're so frightfully dull or, or terrible that you, it actually ruins the song somewhat. They're like, oh, they're singing that. What I was singing was far better. Yeah, I, I I get that, and I get people like the lyrics, but the lyrics are are written to you know, as as part of the song, so it's a bit weird when they're taken away from it, you know, just not how just not how they were intended intended to be uh I don't know, just looked at. Because if I if I look at them I think, Oh, you're a bit weird, you know. Sure. And and, and I always feel like if people don't know, they just think it's about food anyway. So <laughs> Well, apparently all the songs I write are about uh, balls, according to my wife, everything's about <laughs> balls. Everything's about balls. There's a little bit about um, how I obviously uh, it, it's something to do with a complicated uh, relationship with God, and there's always there's always hand claps, you know, and that's it, really. But yeah, she's like, "Oh, you've written another song about your balls." I see, you know. I'm like, <laughs> "What the?" What the? <laughs> <laughs> Some great balls of fire there for you. But I, you know, hey, obviously I've used the word balls in a song and uh, one of these new songs, but um, it's it's not meant to be my primary writing inspiration. And yeah. if it is, I need to have a word, with, you know, balls, my balls or otherwise. Maybe she just likes to get your, your feathers all ruffled. <laughs> yeah, well, basically she... Uh, she doesn't. We have a no compliments, or rather, she has towards me a no a no compliments uh, procedure that she follows um, whenever I play her a new song. So it's good. There's about four or five of them, uh, which are on Christian Fitness album, because you know I was just writing them at home, and sometimes she'd breeze through, and I'd play them, and she'd go, "It's okay," and, <laughs> you know. And I go, what? And she go, well, it's never bad, is it? And then, oh boy, but that, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't say anything. You know, I know her, so it's okay. I, I know her and I love her, so that's okay. But I think her policy in her head is any compliments and that guy will be unbearable. Mm. You know, yeah. and I re honestly, I really don't think that's true, but she, she's sure. <laughs> so that's, that's where we're going. That's right. where we're going. Yeah, and then that's you know whether it's true or not, that's the behavior. So yeah, well, that's it now. To to resist against it is like 
It's like pretending there is no color green, you know, still there. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> and that's, you know, and I, th- I think you, you hit on an interesting thing because uh, for those that are, that are not in the know, uh, your, your lovely wife, Julia, is also your bandmate in Future of the Left. So is that the, <laughs> is that the same sort of reaction that she gets when you present, say, a Future of the Left demo or something along those lines? Oh, well, the thing is, with Future of the Left stuff, it's always just written in the room. Ah. So that's the, that's the, I mean, I can think of maybe over the course of 90 songs, about three exceptions to that, perhaps. So it's just, it's it, it needs to be written at volume and uh, it needs to be, yeah, it needs to have that that interaction. Even if all of the ideas are coming from one person, it needs to to happen in in moments like that. That's not like a policy or whatever. That's just you know those songs are primarily, at least as the first conceived, for being played live. So they've got to be played live and really excite you in a room before you can even contemplate exciting other people with them. Sure. And weirdly, weirdly, that song that uh, he was mentioning was uh, Big Balls, I believe, right? That yeah, was the future yeah. love song, Big Balls. Yeah, Big Balls, yeah. I no. thought, you know, obviously when I, was, when I was 13, I thought Big Balls was one of the funniest things which existed. And I was right, it turns out. It turns and some out. people never get past that. And that's yeah. fine for them, I suppose. They seem to be happy. So good for them. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, uh... The difference between the future of the left and the Christian fitness material, then, uh, it seems like with the two records that you've put out, th- there's just sort of a delving into the process of the song and and finding you know interesting sounds and how things fit together without really the necessity of oh well we're gonna have to fit this into the set somewhere and this and that. Uh, um, I I suppose there's, there's honestly not. Uh... A, you know, a, a part where you sit down and go, I'm going to do this uh, or this. You just start writing or playing something. And if if it's a riff which needs to be a part, which needs to be worked with Future to the Left, it just it just suggests itself, you know? Sure. Um, it just suggests itself straight away. And that's a, I think that's a good thing about, you know, doing doing music for so long and feeling comfortable with it is... is knowing as well that ideas always come you just got to be in the i think in the the right mood to accept them well and sometimes you're just in a situation where you have this fantastic idea and then you go into the room and then all these people that you share a very distinct and important part of your life with and to share this distinct and important creative venture with just sit there and sabotage it until it becomes a song yeah. no or sabot- well in some cases sabotage it intentionally as well because they can't be asked <laughs> but that happens i mean if you've done a thousand rehearsals but but again part of the uh part of the, the part of the fun is when the things don't work you know part of part of writing is you know is seeing how people react when a dearly beloved idea doesn't work out that's that's really good. You learn, you know, you don't necessarily learn a lot about somebody when they write a brilliant part and everything's amazing, do you? Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, we do learn the most from negative experiences often. <laughs> that's what oh, I tell myself do. constantly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> well, and and you were kind enough on on 
one of the appearances. I don't remember exactly which one to, to talk about that horrific experience. Uh, the one of the last McCluskey U.S. tours where your um, your equipment was stolen. Oh yeah, yeah. and just how that sort of defined. <laughs> you know, it's it's a hard thing to bounce back from. And speaking to someone that not to that level has had that same thing happen. It's it can affect a band in a, in a bunch of different ways. Yeah, but the thing is, though, I mean, that was awful, and it was really a upsetting because you know well just on every kind of every kind of level but particularly financial but that that band would have would have ended at exactly the same time it wasn't affected in that sense it just gave it i suppose a little bit more of a story for people to get a hold of i i think there wasn't much but people do invent stories look how can you put the you know especially in britain some of the bands that are successful like or wildly successful bands like the Libertines. I mean, it's just a just a, a story, isn't it? You know, I mean, they do just about everything, but dress up as dolphins and you know, rob SeaWorld or something. It's just, <laughs> it's just fucking, it's just ridiculous. But I mean, the thing with McCluskey is there really wasn't that much of a story. Really, the silly little anecdotes are the silly little things that you know silly people do from time to time but yeah there was a there was a robbery it was that was just more of a at least i think i don't know if any of my former bandmates were involved in the in the robbery now that would actually make it more delicious in a way (laughs) certainly and (laughs) and so that's got to be interesting that especially with you know, the people kind of reading whatever they want into the legend and you know, defining it as, oh, it's it's this thing. It's this thing, even when maybe it, that's, it, it that's, isn't. That's fine. And, and, you know, if we're not, you know, accused of accused of any uh, crimes, that's, that's fine. I mean, w- you know, with a band, people want to attach whatever they want to it. As long as it doesn't affect me, that's that's fine. I, I, I genuinely had an interaction with someone once where he said, oh, I, love, I love Doodah, so it's too short. And I said, listen to it twice. Anyway, <laughs> problem solved. He's like, "Oh my god, that <laughs> that's brilliant." I'm like, "It's it's not brilliant though. It's not. You just you just listen to it again." <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, there you go. You can always you can always yeah. the records will always be there. Is it? A good, just, yeah, 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 just so. just play it again. If you like that? I like that song too. Just fucking play it again. <laughs> it's no no one's gonna stop. No one will slap you if you try no. to play that again. No, unless, absolutely unless not. you're playing it in a cafe or something, then, then you, <laughs> yeah, it's entirely yeah. likely you will be slapped. Yes, but there are diff- there are different concerns then. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Concerns. So, and that's it's interesting since we sort of wandered into talking about McCluskey. Uh, people have resonated with that band that really were not even around and of showgoing age, or even you yeah. know from these from the music buying age necessarily that. Yeah. Uh, we're not around during that time. And it's, it's interesting to see for me to see what sticks and what doesn't and what people get into and what endures. And I certainly think that, you know, at, at, at the time uh, that you know, it was a very worthy band and very interesting, but uh, is it, in, is it weird to have people like kind of focus on that as like the thing? It's, you know, it's, it's a little bit annoying sometimes, but most of the time is fine. So, you know, it's uh, not a lot of people get even to that, you know, to have that much interest, I suppose. And you know what? 
it's hardly overwhelming. I think that, you know, before you're talking about people who are affected by it, you need to maybe see people who can't walk into a certain kind of club without being, say, recognized or hassled or anything, you know? I'm right here and I can hear you, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? But <laughs> six out of ten. But, um, <laughs> but you know, be, beyond that, it's just, it's, it's generally dead nice. It, the only time it's annoying is when you release a new record and that's what people talk about. Um, but it's not it's not that annoying on on the scale of annoyance it's it's perturbed at worst sure and it it seems like you've taken that you know polite interest well in the fact you know there there was there was some uh future the left shows that I saw you guys do a couple of McCluskey songs but then at that point it's like not like it's a cover really i mean two thirds of the band yeah <laughs> are playing is, on is, stage right there it, it, it is, it isn't. But the thing is with those songs, firstly, people like them. Secondly, uh, it's really fun and easy to play. I mean, I mean, there can't be two rock songs which are just stupider and easier to play than Lightsaber, Cocksucker, Blues, and Tell the Good Intentions. They're just stupid songs. I mean, Lightsaber, Cocksucker, Blues is just a whole lot of rosy sped up. That's all it is, you know. <laughs> And you know, I never thought it. about it. Like, no, it just it just sped up, and then we did it wrong, and then that was that song. You know, um, you know, not literally, but that was the way we always. <laughs> but that's the way we always call a song. We always call we always call "She Will Only Bring You Happiness" our, our pavement cover. You know, we just laugh at it. You go, "Fucking this is the this is the this is the prick that sounds like pavement now." And people like they're joking. They go, "No, this is what we really think it sounds like." You know. <laughs> Well, and that's so. How weird was it then to do those charity gigs? Where oh, I know they were, they were, they were great. And then we did a festival over here about a month ago, and that was yeah. It was all it was all really it was fun. We raised a lot of money for people, um, different different things, um, and made a lot of people happy with. Things like Future the Left, we don't get very many well-paying shows. So when we do, we can't afford to do the charity show. If we do a Cardiff charity show, say, and bring in a couple of thousand pounds or something for a charity, that's our fee that we're losing, you know? And we can only right. do that once a year. It sounds... I don't think it sounds ruthless at all, actually, when you make as little money as we do. But we weren't going to be doing a McCluskey show, so why not do a McCluskey show and raise money for somebody, you know? We're not affecting... We're not affecting our own income there. So, um, yeah, you've just got to be pragmatic about things. And it's, it's, it's lovely to be able to do something for people. Um, when, you you know, being in a small band, you don't have to be selfish for once because you don't have to be watching the bottom line because, you know, the bottom line is a big bonus. And we're hoping as well to do a, a show later in the year for, like, uh, for a, a different charity as well so yeah you know do it maybe once twice a year and have fun and um and yeah as long as we don't lose money it's it's nice it's nice to do well and it seems like yeah it seems like it made a lot of people happy to be able to see those mm. songs and i have oh you know what it's really it was really fucking great as well you know it was really it was really great in our own terms i don't mean I don't mean an unequivocally great experience for all of mankind and culture. I mean, for, <laughs> for, for us, it was really good fun. And it was, it was as least as good as it had been uh, before. 
um, and um, and and better as far as I'm concerned. And certainly, I'm I'm fitter now. I can play for longer. You know, um, sure. You know, we did. I mean, the sets were twenty songs. McCluskey never played for longer than fifteen. You know, and they weren't they weren't twenty songs. Twenty songs given polite consideration. Either they were, you know, twenty songs that we kicked the shit out of. So it was uh, it was it was great. Nine point nine. No, I'm not going to give it a point. Ten out of ten. That's what I was. Fantastic, and it's yeah. and it's for a good cause too. Yeah, yeah, amazing. good causes. Good causes, yeah. And then you know we made a little bit of money. The festival we did uh, this summer as well, um, which was mo- I made more money from that one show than I made from a year of touring in McCluskey. <laughs> still, don't expect that to be. Still, don't expect that to be that much money, considering that. I once worked out my hourly rate when I was in that band, just because it's interesting to, oh, you know, yeah. that's depressing. to do that kind of thing. And it was nine pence. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not great with currency conversion, but I'm going to go ahead and charitably 14, say it's not 14, a wage. <laughs> 14 cents an hour, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I made the mistake of doing that one time, and I was really yeah. bummed out. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty, pretty funny stuff, that. But I money used to, doesn't I, mean anything. I used to um, uh, do... Um, yeah, I, it's funny. I always say money doesn't mean anything to all my creditors, and they, they, they don't react that well to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Falco. No, I, I totally forgot where I was. I laughed, I laughed at your joke, and then my mind reset. <laughs> that seems to happen a lot around here. Yeah, yeah. that happens to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so... But... There, there, all right, so there, there's the Christian Fitness Records... And mm-hmm. Future to the Left, Future to the Left is still playing, but at, on a yeah. sort of like at, sort of ad hoc, as needed sort of basis. There isn't any large Future to the Left endeavors that are currently on. Oh, deck. there's, there's going to be an album, yeah. Um, hopefully early next year. That's the plan. Oh, fantastic! It's, yeah, about about two two thirds written. We just don't get, just don't get. It'd be a lot quicker, um, but we just don't get much chance to rehearse. You know, with a uh, uh, we we did have an album recording scheduled and Jack got jury duty. So, mm. uh, oh, man. That's so we couldn't get out of that. So that delayed that maybe that'll be for the best. I don't know, but got, yeah, I've got all the basic things you need for an album. Now we've got, you know, 15 songs or something. So if we get another 10, we really like, then we'll go in there and, and have, have fun with it. Hmm. Well, it is about having fun. Ultimately, you should be yeah, well, if you're it, enjoying it, right? It, well, it really, it really is. I mean, obviously, there are tense moments when you're close to something which is, which is potentially really good, and it's not quite happening. Um, yeah, you need to you need to you know, you know, just to kick it over the edge. Sometimes that, you know, by tense, I mean tense. I don't mean abusive or weird. <laughs> I mean, and the experience is. I mean, there's not. There's not a happier time than just being in a studio on a full-time basis. On the, those rare occasions when you get the chance to say stay at a studio, and I've only done it a couple of times in my life, but even at being an electrical audio, just that the the whole thing of working on something you love doing all day, and then just walking upstairs and going to bed, yeah. and you've had to do the crappiest day jobs in the world. That's just mind blowing. It's it's mind blowing, and you wake up the next morning and you go, oh, you know, I'm. I'm I'm going I'm going to work doing this thing that I love. Um, it's really yeah, it's a really great experience. So 
that hopefully later this year record it you know December or January we'll probably unless I have a major lottery win have to do some kind of crowdfunding thing for it again but that worked really well last time so I hope it works really well this time as yeah, well I was going to say that, that that did seem to, to work okay for you guys and say, yeah did you what was your experience as far as you know the, the, the prerequisite backlash and uh, just other negatives I for it I didn't I, the, the the negatives are that it's it's not as easy as you think it is um and you need to be really careful with small print with companies you deal with. And if you've got the time, always send stuff out yourself. We were both working full time at the time, and so we couldn't necessarily commit to that. But I mean, even over the last few years, I've sent out personally about five, five, six thousand packages, you know. And in all that time, I think I've had three go missing. Um, you know, that whole thing, the checks in the post, or the, we did post it. I've had three go missing in that time and we dealt with a company for our postage where we were getting like 5% going missing. It was just, Jeez. It, it, yeah, it was just a, it's a shocking experience because you know, you, you, you don't want to, you don't want to let people down. You know, it's easy enough to let somebody down by being a shit band rather than not sending out <laughs> this, sending out their stupid fucking poster. You know what I mean? So sure, it's, like, yeah. it's, a, it's a matter of, it's a matter of pride. You don't give somebody bad service unless they deserve it. <laughs> good point <laughs> indeed fair point yeah good 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 life ethos thank thank hey thanks a lot <laughs> so then uh well and, and i noticed also you you've th- there's a blog and you, there seems to be some movement towards writing of some kind the, 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 there is. I'm, I'm working on uh, just a couple of things at the minute. And um, the, the reason I set up the blog is that a friend of mine is starting some kind of literary website or something. And he asked for something like a submission. And I sent him something and he said he'd like to use it. And so I sent him kind of set up that, that blog in, in awaiting that. But it, it just hasn't happened yet. So I always do. I get excited and jump the gun. That always happens. I get the album mastered. I listen to it through twice and. I get even the merest hint of artwork through and I release the album, you know? I'm an ab- <laughs> right. I'm an absolute idiot, you know? When do we do it? We do it, when? when's the earliest we can do it at 9 o'clock? We do it then. Because that's the whole thing. Can you, we do it at 8.59? Yeah. You, you know, you record a new song. You just want to play it to someone. Yeah. It, it's listen hard, listen hard to the song. Listen to, the, listen to it. Listen to it again. Listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it seems like that it's working out okay for you for <clears throat> as far as connecting with people directly, you know, through the, the power of the internet and social networking and whatnot. But do you find that, I mean, clearly we, we, we live in a world now where there isn't these larger outlets where people kind of find things, people kind of find things with these scattered, crazed, uh, broken down, small uh, worlds that are largely composed of their friends group or like whatever, influencers that they happen to be and has like what's the what's the biggest change you think that you've seen from that i i genuinely didn't understand the question (laughs) (laughs) it it wove it wove a pattern through my mind and i thought it was headed down one alley but then it it went right down i I don't know where and got lost down a storm drain i don't know where i don't know where it went i've I've been accused of worse (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh, so, 
I, I would imagine you beastly fellow. <laughs> yeah, so I guess what I was trying to say is that stuff is different now than it used to be. And... <laughs> that's, that's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, what do you find? Uh, what do you find are the biggest changes for you, and what and what that means? Um, Music well, world, speaking of. at this moment in time, uh, I'm you know been lucky enough to not have not done a, a crappy. Well, I say crappy. That's unfair. I've I've done some decent jobs, and I've met some really nice people doing them. Uh, but I've been lucky enough not to have to do that for about a year because of a combination of money I've made doing things and also a tax rebate. <laughs> it's, you nice. know, yeah. Well, I don't know, though. There is something which gives you self-respect about actually paying tax, I think, you know. It shows that your earnings are high enough to fully engage with society. So there, so for me, a tax rebate is a, it's a double-edged sword in that regard. Um, but it's been great to take you know when you when you're doing a job and i've been lucky enough probably in my whole and since i was 20 to probably spend about three years of that time not having to work because of uh because of music things and it's an amazing experience to be able to do it to have you know all day to to uh you know all that time trying to take advantage of it it's very very lucky because I, I used to get so frustrating even doing my, my my last job. You just want to read a book and you'd end up reading 40 minutes a day or something, you know, and wanting to wanting to fucking explode something. But uh, it's it, this won't last forever, but it's really good. I'm just spending all day writing music and other things and reading books and going for runs because I know in about six months' time I'll have my head in a photocopier somewhere. Weeping, weeping softly until it eventually electrocutes me. Oh, <laughs> one can hope not. <laughs> no, I was, don't get me that. I, I, I meant that that whole bit to sound a lot, a lot happier than it eventually did. <laughs> my, my natural melancholy got in the way. What I'm basically saying is everything's everything's pretty good at the minute. So carry on, just trying to you know make good, good things and. Um, and you know, and keep your health, and that's about it's about all you can it's about all you can ask for. Sure, and then you know, it's, it seems like you're you're putting out the good work as well, and it seems like it's, it has an audience, and you know, it does. Yeah, it's, re- it's really it's really thing. nice. I mean, it would be God. I mean, even we talk about this, it would be it would be nice if it was slightly bigger, but if it isn't, then it just isn't, is it? So we talk about it, it how it would be nice if it was slightly bigger i don't mm. think i've had that conversation <laughs> <laughs> you came into that uh, you came into that clause late yeah uh, yeah I, I, yeah i guess everybody uh, <laughs> everybody said that uh, from from time to time and that's why uh, obtuse angles were invented <laughs> absolutely if you just look at it the right way <laughs> you look at it in the correct light see it's a I mean, you can see the sex, or you can see it as you know an act of geometric unification. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the ocean of the motion, the motion. The bo- it's, <laughs> it's it's the angle of the boat. <laughs> yeah, it's the um, yeah, mm, yeah. It's, it's something along those lines for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, and, and you spoke earlier about there there was. 
you know, their, their thoughts of people that send it like blanket themselves in, in cynicism and, and kind of become this, this trope of uh, the cynical musician, the, uh, the, the failed musician, the, the one that, Oh, that one's still at it. Huh? I wonder why, huh? And have you found that that's common amongst people that you sort of came up with, or is that something that's a kind of a rare breed? Um, I don't know. Probably, probably not actually. I think, you know, obviously musicians generally dress ridiculously and, say say stupid things and have have haircuts that they try for a bit you know but generally speaking apart from being a, a, i suppose a little bit more noticeable musicians are generally nice people aren't they who like to, to do who do something because it makes them feel nice and they i suppose they hope it makes other people feel nice um and most of them don't know, just, I suppose, gradually scale it back into their normal everyday lives. Um, I mean, our drummer Jack's constantly in the process of doing that, you know, with, 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 with kids and, um, a job. So our band has to be scheduled like you'd schedule going to a christening sometimes, you know? Um, but that's just, that's just the way it is. That's what, that's what the people involved in the band are, and that's just what life is. You, know, so. you, you could also start the band practices with a baptism as well, and that could be a good way to kick things off. For you, you could, you know, which, which, whichever way they choose to go. I mean, that's a, that's a parent's prerogative, which had the benefit of alliteration. Sounds good. So I'd like to, if you would indulge me, which, by the way, should probably be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Will you indulge me? <laughs> I I would like to, I would like if, to you... <laughs> if you would indulge me. Dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be that'd be brilliant. Some real Bill Cosby shit. <laughs> I think they... Whoa. <laughs> that would oh. be some real Bill Cosby shit. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah, well, too real, too there, real. There we go. There we go. That, that's that, that's definitely that's definitely a thing. It it it, it needs to be I, I heard about the Bill Cosby thing, yeah. Crazy. Did, did you hear about that over there? Did you know? Oh, did we yeah, we we heard about that. Don't don't worry about that. I mean, I know. I'm not I'm not one for innocent until proven guilty, but and it's a it's a big butt in it. Jesus. What a... Well, I already decided, too, that if I were to write a political book, I would certainly call it hyperbole, bluster, and harsh invective. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Absolutely. That sounds painful. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds, it sounds pleasantly undulating, I would say. It sounds like it Planet sounds... of the Apes. You know that what you're getting to with, by the title of the work. Work. Mm. So. Yeah, let's go with that, yeah. Uh, well, I was uh, going to say is that if, if we could, I'd like to play a, play a game-ish a game sort of thing. Of uh, uh, I'll bring you I'll, a song title. Okay. And yeah. you, if you could tell me what you were thinking of with that song, or if there's some interesting story, or uh, some try, kind of side note. You can try this. We'll <laughs> try it, but I, I don't know. I did this kind of thing once before, and it, it, it fell a bit flat, but let's, let's try and... Let's try, let's try and defeat that. Well, if it sucks, um, don't worry. I'm going to bail the hell out of it. So Okay, good. Just use use your judgment. That's good. <laughs> the song on the, the first Future Left record, Suddenly It's a Folk Song. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, um, I, I 
couldn't tell you what what it's about. I can't remember, but I do know the title is from a, a, a song that Peter Sellers sang in a film. Can't remember which film it is now. I'd have to Google it. I can't remember, but Peter Sellers sings it in a film, and that title just just stuck with me. And then I don't know if you got a title like that. It starts with something which sounds as though it should mean something. And then after a while, after it's assigned to a song, it starts, it just, the song just takes on th- that meaning. It's hard to, it's, it's, it's hard to accurately describe, you know. It's not, songs aren't things like the sky is blue, you know, these provable absolutes. Or, or rather, the sky appears to be blue. <laughs> right, right. Reflection. Yeah. Yeah, let, but let's let's not go too deeply into the science. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so um, uh, but yeah, uh, it's so I, I can't really I can't really tell you what what the song is about. But I do remember Peter Sellers, which makes me you know makes me think of um, uh, Doctor Strangelove, and so that's a good that's a good feeling. Sure. Uh, how about failed Olympic bid? Oh well, that that one's pretty pretty literal. It was, um, it was obviously in imagining a, a situation where uh, London hadn't won the bid for the Olympics, and as you know, and as a result, all the all the different the different scenarios which would you know come off from that. The the thing with that song is we we did it in a, a session for Radio One for the quote unquote punk show <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh they there's some lyrics in that song the first one um says i've got a hole for sebastian co sebastian co being a quite famous british middle distance runner in the 80s he won lots of gold medals and things um and he's head of the british olympic committee whatever it is um and he was instrumental in london getting that bid and he's a bit of a tory fucker at the best at the, you know at, at the best of times but um i got a, a hold for uh, sebastian co saddam hussein will be needing it now they removed that from the broadcast they removed sebastian co because they felt that the attack on him was bizarre um and then there was a a part in the song later on where uh, it says um, it says a heart disease ward underwritten by McDonald's, and they took out the reference to McDonald's because they felt that with a balanced diet, McDonald's wasn't guaranteed to give you heart disease. <laughs> and this is this is on this is on the punk show. Wow, that's this a... is on the the punk show. You're like, yeah, but I I don't know. It just wow. Yeah, <laughs> that that that's uh yeah that's were they a sponsor? I mean, was that was that the concern? I well, the thing is, the the BBC, uh, who are still the finest broadcasting, you know, uh, finest broadcasting company in the world, at least you know to the best to the best of my knowledge and allied with my with my tastes, are so shit scared of what the Conservative government could could at that stage and will continue to do with them now they 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 tread on uh, they tread on eggshells you know in terms of in terms of offending people it's uh i, d- I did a, a, a alan is a cowboy killer at a at a john peel session in 2003 or whatever the hell it was and 
the song Alan is a Cowboy Killer, the, the engineer said we couldn't record it because, uh, because the lyrics were obviously about paedophilia. Huh. Which is, which, which was news to me. You know. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, you shouldn't take everything anyway, but, uh, what a well, and that's so. Then that's one of the other ones that was actually on the list. So Alan is a cowboy killer. But let me reiterate. Let me in, reiterate. That was for the fucking John Peel show. Yeah, oh. right. So what I just said is funny on a couple of levels. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, depending on what you know about John Peel, I I, 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 I get the reference. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that's interesting, huh? Yeah, it was just a I don't know, just one of those quirks which happen i suppose where where real life rushes up to your band and shakes its hand and says hi i'm real life i'm weird and then fucks <laughs> off again <laughs> how about army eritrea army eritrea um well i just love the sound of the title army eritrea for a start it's just got a just got a it's it's got a rhythm and an exoticness to it straight away um i mean you know obviously the, the idea of it it, harming Eritrea, it's like, you know, giving somebody somebody the means to destroy themselves, I suppose. That's what that is. That's what, you know, the whole I- idea of that song is. But it, it isn't really thought about any more more deeply than that. It's just when when songs happen, they just happen. And the words, the words which end up tied to the different bits just just end up being right and if they're not right you change them around there's there's not there's not a lot of thought goes in the lyrics so um it's with with some exceptions you know but just th- have a beer and throw them down at the last minute and then sing them and then an odd line will work and so try something else and then it's fine <laughs> you know it's just it's just loads of it's loads of for me at least it's loads of fun like that sometimes it's a bit more pressure if it's being a song you've been counting on for ages or something, a song that you know could be special, at least in your own terms, then, then you can get a bit tense. But most of the time it's really good fun. You know, you just got this thing that, the thing which didn't exist until you started to put it on tape or Pro Tools two hours ago and suddenly you're just making noises over it. And in an hour's time it could be this really special this really special entity which didn't exist before. I, I love that feeling. I'll never, yeah. That, that, I, I don't understand why musicians don't talk about that all the time, you know, because it's it's amazing. It's it's such a. I don't want to say it's a, it's a drug. I'm not a total dick, you know. It's a, but it's, it's just it's an amazing feeling, and that's what musicians should be going on about all the time. We wrote this song the other day, and I felt like my head was going to fly off. Right. You know. You know, or yeah, you know, for me. Instead, they're up. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know, but uh, yeah, maybe I'm not. Instead, they're always going off about their balls, and it's like you're always going on about their balls. (laughs) Yeah, no, my uh, that's my that's my focus. Apparently, Um, that's what I hear. That's 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 my focus. That's my um, that's my Camelot. Ah, uh, fantastic! Um, so, what about uh, what about you need Satan more than he needs you? Right. Well, again, that was a song title ages before we had the song. I think we had eight songs called that. Um, 
and because you need Satan more than he needs you. If you don't like, yeah, yeah that, that, what, that was, was there like weird. a was there like a triptych? And, was there like a part two, part three, part four sort of situation going on? No, like, there was just there were just songs. Some of which it's it, when you've got a title like that, you're not entirely sure at first. Is that is that funny? Is that detached? Is it serious? You know, what's the what's what's the the mood of it? Because the titles usually come second. You know, they come out of the the mess and the whatever of the chaos of the song. But uh, with that, that title was there, and it was it was difficult. Like we were trying too hard with the title, you know. And then in the end, it's like some ridiculous it's like from the musical stomp or something it's just it's, <laughs> it's, it's, ludic- it's ludicrous it's really really ham and really really stupid but but really good good it's 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 i don't know it's like a it's like an argument with someone who you, you they're acting really stupidly but you think they might be intelligent so you don't get involved you know there's just something about that song it's got a yeah it's, uh sounds like a sounds like a a pig in a war. <laughs> nice. And how about mancasm? Um, oh, I honestly, we were just messing on. That's that's, <laughs> how, that's how that's how that's how that song was written. That was just messing on. That's all that was. Um, and then then you had that, and you're like, yeah, play that and sing about Colin. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. And at the end, you're like, oh, I think we've written a song, you know. <laughs> right, you listen, right. You listen back to it and you go, oh, I don't really want it to, but that just, that just works, doesn't it? And <laughs> it's just one of those times. I mean, you don't get, you, with the best intention and with, even with everybody on, you don't always get those kind of movements. But I'd never played a keyboard before. That was the first time I ever played a keyboard. And so it was just weird touching some uh, keys in a different way, you know. And that yeah, song just just happened. It was uh, and loads of fun as well. We, you know, you're not you don't t- take yourself that seriously as a band if you're playing with other bands. But that was a one where we found somebody to to come in and listen to the song. You know, listen to our song. I work in a rehearsal rooms. Fuck off. Listen, <laughs> listen to our song. We've never done this before. We will never do this again. Listen to our song, right? And at the end, he goes. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. And you're like, yeah, I know. There you go. <laughs> now, now get out, because nobody listens to us for this. You know? But it's just one of those, you know, moments where, yeah, where you know you've done, where you, where you leave the room knowing that something which has certainly enriched your life a lot has just come to existence in those moments. Um, and, and I don't know, with Mancasm, the lives of up to... 1,394 people, I would think. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, what about Johnny Burrell Afterlife? Um, uh, that, that title was... Uh, J- I, th- I think Jimmy came up with that title. But, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what, what I was thinking when I wrote that, apart from just, it just you know... I mean, I've got Julia again. She doesn't think that song is about my balls, but she does think that song is about me because I have physically a big head, you know. Um, so How she's, big is it? Yeah, it's kind of big head sized. Um, yeah, pretty. If you can imagine like a, a head. Like a watermelon? No, 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 like a, no, come on now. No, no, no. Come on. Come on. Sure. 
anyway yeah um but it's 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 a, it's a big head i only i tell julia i only married her because she's got a little head a little pea head so i we have a normal head kid you have a chance of it evening out <laughs> yeah um but she but obviously that's a lie so it doesn't really resonate with any truth but um kelson kelson had quite a big head as well when he was in the band so we were we were scared that a lot of the audience would lose perspective, you know, because, um, so, uh, yeah, we, yeah, big, big, big heads. I mean, different shape though. Kelson's is kind of more on its side, whereas more, mine's more classically big. Yeah. <laughs> it's got more of a meat-on thing going on. Right? It looks more, like a football. <laughs> yeah. no, not, you know, that exaggerated a bit. Kelson is a very, I say this as a, as a deeply heterosexual man. Kelson is a very attractive. Yeah, he's a handsome man. dude. Yeah. He looks like a, he's, he's a straddling Viking style man, albeit one who shit with time with a, with a football head. But uh, no, that, you see, that's harsh. You, you, yeah, oh, I feel as if I haven't so much dug a hole as as uh, no, invite, I, I dug the hole. The press to the hole. I know. dug the hole. You just gave me the shovel. That's all. Yeah, I I I, I gave you the shovel. And, yeah, well, it'll, it'll be a headline on tiny mixtapes tomorrow. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, but quite a big head. Quite a, a literally big head. <laughs> In that, in that sense. Uh, so last one of these that I wanted would ask you, and the one that uh, on the first album that I was most fascinated by for Christian Fitness was, of course, uh, Carthage Must Be Destroyed, but we went over that already and, and, and mm, what that meant. Uh, so the one I was <laughs> kind of concerned with, not concerned, concerned is the wrong word. <laughs> concerned's a good word, isn't it? Because it's all in the tone. <laughs> Okay, I'm a little concerned about this song title. Uh, the feel good hit of the second trimester. Yeah, what's that? What's that all about then? You you choose you choose the ones. Um, yeah, it. You know, um, I I don't know. I can't remember. It's just. I think to be quite honest with you, it was imagining being a baby. Um. Because there's quite a few babies around our lives at the minute, different different people having them as they do um, in loving and some non-loving relationships, um, <laughs> and um, it just I'd, I'd obviously the way stuff works with me is it just gradually it, it bounces off bounces off my massive head for a while, and then it just eventually pervades my consciousness. So if I hear the word trimester. 50 times over the course of two months sooner or later i write a song with trimester in the title you know sure. um i'm i'm like um yeah i'm, I'm like I'm like a really sodden area of grass i just <laughs> i just absorb it um and so yeah i think i'm i'm pretty sure that the like vocal performance if we can call it that on that song was me listening back to the song for the first time and going uh, that you know uh, not writing down any words or anything and just doing that half the songs on that album are pretty much just like that which might sound lazy but when i tried to redo the the vocals with lyrics that i'd written out it sounded like a man reading from a lyric sheet you know um, oh, gotcha. so, yeah. rather than rather than a rock and roll song where i mean while i was recording those songs i was a crazy person leaping around my living room out probably out of my mind on 5% lager, you know? So, 
Um, so as a result, the, the the performances have those have that spirit. You know, I've, I've I remember being asked by somebody, you know, how do you make oh, how do you make a really lo-fi sounding sounding recording? You go, well, you just make it, <laughs> right. you just make it in a low lo-fi way, and they look at you like, oh my god, you know, is there a Pro Tools plugin for that? No, no, there's not. You don't, yeah. Maybe that's where your your fortune can come from. Your 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 you can make a Pro Tools plugin to make things sound lo-fi. <laughs> that's a the, good idea. Yeah, the, the shambles Tron <laughs> <laughs> takes out takes out all the bottom end and makes the singer sing, sing deliberately one note sharp. <laughs> <laughs> makes everything sound like it's recorded on a twenty dollars Radio Shack microphone. Yeah, yeah. Or like a demo by any band who tell you they're influenced by pavement. Oh. <laughs> Pavement's good. Yeah, go, just because you're influenced by pavement doesn't mean that you can't buy a fucking tuna pedal. <laughs> right, exactly. Please. <laughs> um, and ac- actually, in, uh, in in one of my old bands, we would we actually had a tuning pedal that we would not that nobody actually use that we would just keep with us and we would we would leave what, it on like stage a, for what, bands to, what, like as a totem or something no we would we would bring it up to the stage and be like here you might want to use this oh that's not nice <laughs> uh well hey neither was the music i mean <laughs> let's, let's well, be it, clear it, it was depends, a kindness isn't it? But, i mean for me uh like whenever there's like a young band if you've got any advice for us buy a tuning pedal stop playing sweet child of mine while your singer's tuning in between songs <laughs> stop don't tell, don't tell them your MySpace page. You know, um, don't oh. tell, don't tell people the song title. Don't do it. Don't never. If people don't know you, you should never. It should be a rule. Do not tell people the song title. You know, because hmm. it just comes across as this song is called "You Don't Know" and you're gonna forget. You don't know and you're gonna forget every single one. It's just and but more than anything, buy a tuner pedal, please. You know. Just fucking buy it. It's it's good <laughs> advice, really. <laughs> but it's really simple, isn't it? Though it's really, it's really simple. I'm, I'm, affects generally whatever, but just even if you're going to be out of tune, at least you should know you're out of tune. You know. Well, that's why we carry that extra one around with us in case. At someone... least have the option of being in tune, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They didn't have to use it. It was just there. If they, hey, you might want to use this suggestion. The suggest of uh, if we can do song four, guys. The suggested chord is C. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, listen, Falca, this has been great. Thanks for coming on the show again. This is a uh, not. I'm not going to say unprecedented, but a, a rare echelon uh, of. Of people for, that are guests on this show to be a third appearance, I think. Yeah, yeah. maybe Tot- a first. Totally precedented. Oh, that's 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 fine. <laughs> I was gonna say, we'll have to come that's up a, with a, with a good a, backstage. Precedented third appearance. Um, Isn't there some sort of requirement for a special skit like SNL or something? How do you do that on the radio? Can you be a foley for us? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how that would work, but I, I yeah, I, yeah, I, I think dimensional physics prevents our congress we, we have to do like a sound bite or something that sound bite i don't uh, know like yell something <laughs> yell something what is it oh yeah i've got neighbors and it's quarter to three in the morning oh wow you you could give uh the station a, a station id if, if you would like so just i i could do that for you another time yeah when i raise my voice because right now i mean even even the cats are looking at me like 
I'm making a bit of a ruckus, which frankly, <laughs> which frankly, considering how they behaved earlier today, you know, it's a bit of a fucking cheek. A little, <laughs> little hypocritical. Those damn cats. Uh, we've got, yeah. They're so sassy. Uh, sassy, sassy in the, yeah, that doesn't quite cover it. Our male cat, Genghis, he's, you know, he, he, he virtually marches through the bedroom banging a fucking drum every morning. It's, <laughs> it's astonishing. It's astonishing the volume he can produce. That's a really cute image, though. No, John Bonham the cat. I don't know, man. Fantastic. Is, is, there any, is there any song off of the new record that uh, you'd like to have? The uh, house play, um, I, I, uh, The Good Sword, because that's got a, an imp- a pretty accurate impression of Colin Newman from Wire in the chorus. Fantastic. So, yeah. So yeah, that, that man, I like, I like, that was the, that was the first one I wrote for that album, I think. But yes, it's, that's, that's nice to play that, but it is, somebody thinks it's, it's, oh, it sounds like Colin Newman from Wire. It's like, that's absolutely 100% the idea. <laughs> uh, so, so, so well done here. Have, have a small chocolate bar. Yeah. And it just, as, as in with many things in life, uh, you know, you, you kind of wish you had like sound effects that would that would go along with that when somebody gets something right. Yeah, yeah, lines, but. absolutely. But but you know, good good luck to everybody. That's why I say good luck to absolutely everybody. Uh, Falco, thanks so much for joining us again. It's been great, man. Thank you. No problem. Enjoy the rest of your show, and I will speak to you very soon. Bye bye. Have a good evening. There he goes. That's uh, Falco. We're going to listen to another song off of the new Christian fitness record. This is The Good Sword. Goes a little something like this. Yes. 
That is Christian Fitness with The Good Sword. As our guest, Falco, Andrew Falcus. Thank you once again for joining us, Falco. We appreciate you. We do appreciate you. Good times. Stories for days. Love that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Articulate even at three in the morning. (laughs) Indeed. Greenwich Mean Time. Christian Fitness. Love letters in the age of steam. Get that at christianfitness.bandcamp.com. You're buying direct straight to the source. Except no substitutes. Are we going? Is this thing on? This show is called Protonic Reversal. You can find it every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> I don't know why that delights me so. I think, you know, I think it's because uh, I always think of the helmet song in the meantime when I say meantime. Oh, well, that's helpful. That's a helpful tip. I think so. Uh, RadioNeutron.com for the shows, and the podcast, the archive. We're on the Facebook. We are, sadly. Yes, we are. Unfortunately. <laughs> and Tinder if you're dating. There you Something go. Off. Get, get on that Tinder. <laughs> Mr. And Mrs. Troll people. Go go find with no conscience. Chuck from Love Moon's profile. <laughs> Love Jordan's phone. Oh, what else we got? Oh, next week, David Yao. Jesus Lizard. Should be fun. Looking forward I've to it. And of course all the great tunes and laughs that you've come to expect. Lots of from this show we thank you for listening get it added on iTunes subscribe I'm assuming if you're hearing this you've already subscribed unless you're a new listener in which case welcome (laughs) there's a whole lot more episodes than this This anything else that's good right Mm -hmm. yeah cool can you hear me now Check you later. Thanks for listening. Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
Welcome to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the, it's the end of radio. The last announcer plays the last record. The last what? Leaves the transmitter. If there's no one there to receive It's the end of radio As we come to the close of our broadcast day See?